Hey, hey, stay. How's it going? Hey, Adam. It's good. Enjoying a nice London evening for hardcover number, is it 13? 14. 14. <laughs> I always miss it. I should, yeah, make that <laughs> kind of like a thing. <laughs> How are you? Pretty good. Just getting back into the, the flow of things since getting back from vacation last week. Nice. How was Boulder? Is it in Colorado? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like just outside of Denver. It was, it's one of those places that we've heard a lot about and we've always been curious. We're like, we have like a short list of places where if we moved from Salt Lake, where would we want to move to? And that was kind of on that list. And we really liked it. We just don't like how everything is like three times the price of everything in Salt Lake City. Wow. Okay. How come it's so expensive? Is it like a hotspot or a hub or something else? Uh, I think it's just limited real estate. Like the city is not that big. Um, and then like, uh, it, so one of the, I guess the advantages of Boulder is that it's really close to the mountains, which is kind of like Salt Lake. It's also really close to the mountains. But then if you move to like Denver or something, you're more like half an hour away from the mountains. So you're kind of paying for that proximity, which also means smaller amount of buildable space there. Oh, okay. I get you. Yeah. Well, I live in London, so I know <laughs> that feeling. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Nice that's fun. really good. Okay. Was it, uh, lots of outdoorsy stuff or like more like in city stuff? We, we had a couple hikes planned, but we ended up mostly just eating and going to breweries and going to bookstores. <laughs> Nice. Well, that sounds like a great holiday. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we went to a uh, Meow Wolf, which is this really cool interactive art installation. That's like five stories with like hundreds of rooms, each one done by different artists where you have like this um, card that you get when you start off. And it's kind of like you're you're playing a game and you're as you're tapping this card at different spots, you're learning more about the world and unlocking different parts of the, the storyline. Really, wow. uh, really neat concept. Okay. That sounds amazing. You have to link up <laughs> after the call because yeah, that sounds great. Was it Meow Wolf? <laughs> yeah, there's a, I think there's three of them, Denver, um, Santa Fe and Las Vegas. And I think they're building one in New York. Okay. I haven't heard about that. Sounds really intriguing. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. What have you been up to lately? Uh, well, I have my parents visiting and, uh, yeah, that's been uh, pretty cool. It's finally gotten hot. So lots of walks and that's pretty much, yeah, all I'm doing now because, uh, as I told you and, uh, the other people don't know, but in, um, <laughs> June, I'm expecting my first kid. So yeah, that's a lot of, uh, prepping <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, officially announcing, uh, the oh, looks like stay dropped off. Let's see if he comes back real quick. Oops. I just dropped off in the middle of an announcement. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. All good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of prep work for that, but else, uh, yeah, doing uh, lots of stuff, including hardcover, 
which is going great. Uh, I think we hit a record on how fast the search went from the designs we made to actually seeing it live today on the staging environment. And that's pretty freaking great. <laughs> yeah. For, for don't want to gloss over the big news. Is your like house already? And like, are you like preparing? Um, I don't, I have a feeling there's a lot of like house prep involved with bringing a kid home. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of house prep, but luckily I am, uh, and my wife, I oh. <clears throat> Wi-Fi issues today. Uh, I have a feeling today I'll jump back on in a sec. Oh, I'm sorry. I think they're doing some construction work, so it keeps cutting off. I'm hoping it's not that. They sometimes cut the cable because apparently it's like, you know, that kind of area. But yeah, I'm hoping it's not that. But anyways, yeah, I'm really into organizing my FNS into organizing as well. So we married condo the whole thing, and now it's even more organized than before. I think we kind of managed to make more room, uh, even though... Uh, we brought in more stuff, <laughs> but yeah, we have all the stuff, even the big stuff, because uh, you have, you know, you organize it and have the impression that it's only going to be like uh, a few Amazon orders, but then it comes in waves. So it's the first order, then uh, the first wave, then the second wave of stuff that you have to bring in. Then, then there's the third wave of stuff, which is stuff you haven't, you know, you had no idea at first, but yeah. You actually have to get that. So that's been actually like quite fun in a weird way because I like organizing. But yeah, to answer your question, it's, it's all here. <laughs> Man, yeah. Yeah, you've uh, gotten rid of everything that doesn't spark joy, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's exactly what I did. We got rid of lots of clothing, lots of stuff, and I still have some which, I don't know, has more sentimental value, I guess. But it's probably going to go in the next couple of months. I'm really on a serious like mission to edit <laughs> the stuff I'm surrounded by. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, feeling ready, which is... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, whenever... I, I feel like a sense of relief whenever I, like have a ton of stuff I'm getting rid of and like take it to Goodwill or something. It just feels like the house is lighter with less stuff in it. Exactly. Yeah. That feeling of a lighter house, like having, you know, a, a little bit of like air in between your objects. Yeah. It, it feels weirdly, weirdly good. And <laughs> yeah. Would you say you are a collector or uh, on the, let's say on the, Hoarder spectrum more towards the hoarder uh, or more towards the like heavily like editing. I I'd put myself pretty close on the minimalist side. Like I okay I just redid my my desk. I I actually got a new like Apple Cinema monitor for as like a birthday present to myself and nice. uh, cleaned up my my desk space and now it's like you know three or four things on it besides my computer. And then oh, my wow. desk is like tons of stuff. 
<laughs> well, yeah, so. tons of stuff is also good sometimes. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I'm I'm in between. Like, I like to get stuff. If you can see behind me, I have like a collection of like really small things that are just like sitting there, and of course, you know, plants, my fern, really proud of it. So yeah. Maybe something in between, but I do appreciate, you know, the minimalistic uh, approach on stuff. It's really hard to nail and it does, you know, it's, it, it's good. It gives you a good feeling. Yeah. Are, are you and your wife like on the same page for minimalism or does one of you tend to like yeah. want, want more or less? <laughs> Yeah, I'd say, I mean, it depends. I mean, we've been trying to like style up the things. There was that like really minimalistic wave that came like, I guess, three or four years ago where it was all like throw everything in your house. You can like uh, have all beige objects and feel serene in the middle of, you know, uh, your very tranquil place. Uh so at that point, I think we were doing that, but because of that as a reaction, I think right now we're in a place where we feel the need to like zhuzh up things and get more style, more color, more like personality and everything. And that's really good because, you know, if you start from that slate where you're uh, like getting rid of stuff and then trying to add on top of it while making the assessment is this good does this fit like aesthetically in the whole thing i mean and most importantly do i like it i think do i like it is a big one uh got lots of stuff that's you know gives the whole like the core uh, i guess a uh, eclectic feel mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i've been yeah. watching um uh queer eye and the part I like most is uh, when Bobby does the home uh, redecoration because I mean some of those ideas they're freaking great. I mean I'm always yeah in in awe of like how something <laughs> can can change. Yeah, when whenever they use wallpaper, I'm like, wow, I, I need a I need to think about using wallpaper. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can go so wrong with it in so many ways, but if you actually go right with it, well, I guess that's like most things in life. I mean, <laughs> using something correctly, yeah, really pays off, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm so, some stuff I've been just like mind blown on that show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? One of the one of the things that uh, I kind of love doing whenever I'm doing like major changes around the house is I'll use like physical graph paper and like measure out the proportions of a room and like cut out little uh, paper cutouts for the sizes of the things in the room and like use that to move it around and like experiment with layouts that way. Wow. <laughs> I can like see like, okay, um, how is this room going to look after I put the couch here and the desk here and the, and that's kind of how we got this room to the way it is. It was like uh, me pitching a lot of ideas to my wife and her <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah, let's go with that one. 
that's that's really nice. Yeah, that that's a great. I mean, and the room the room looks really cozy. Uh, I actually do that in Figma. I have <laughs> like, uh, you know, scale model. So yeah, I totally get that thing, but I haven't like heard about. Is it that like little uh, squared paper, and you just yeah. cut it out? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's great! I love that. <laughs> that's yeah. Maybe I'll do that. That's I just have like a, a plastic bag with like all of the like a Ziploc bag of like every piece of furniture in our house, basically to scale. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That's actually great. I love having that. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Nice. Um, what do you think about today? What should we be talking about on the hardcover side? Do you have something that uh, you want to focus on? Um, I was kind of curious to just talk about the kind of the implemented staging search uh -huh. and talk, talk about like anything we want to potentially change before. Like, uh, I, I still have I still have some work to do on it, so I think it would be a good time to kind of get feedback before it like put the finishing touches on it. Um, and I have, I have a couple ideas for a couple different parts and a couple thoughts I have on it, but I think that would be kind of a good place to start the discussion. Yeah. Sounds great. Cool. How should we do share. it? Yeah. And then we can talk through this. Let's see. I'm curious what, uh, sharing on my, uh, new monitor is going to look like. It's going to be too small. Yeah. <laughs> Probably have to make things bigger. Ah, so, look at uh, that. Yeah, I love that resolution. We can test like higher resolutions now. I mean, since we're both working on laptops, we only had like that width. So I'm curious how it renders on a bigger, bigger width. Yeah, because this is. <laughs> yeah, I have to get it like. What about like that big before it really starts like using the full container. But yeah. Okay. Usually how do you on this monitor, how do you keep things? Uh, do you keep the browser window full width usually, or do you have like multiple windows, uh, that you just like reposition? Um, sometimes I'll yeah, do two, I like I'll do mm. one here and one here. But, okay. Uh, and then I, I just use this app called uh, Divi with hotkeys for like positioning or like this thing, which allows me to like set the width wow. of it to like okay. two thirds. Or I have like hotkeys for like, if I just want to do it for half. Wow. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool little app. Yeah. But usually, usually full screen. Nice. Yeah, we're we're not making any major changes um, right now for this page, other than like accessibility, performance, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think aside from the the search, which we'll get into, the only thing I've really changed on this page is that I'm making the these parts not use motion in anymore, um, mostly because uh, with with this changing to a server rendered page, it, it looks empty for a longer period of time before they actually come in. So, gotcha. so like everything, everything else will still have um, frame or motion to animate in, 
but these four would uh, mm -hmm. appear immediately. Yeah, That's well, great. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so we talked about like uh, using command K to bring up the search modal. And let me uh, open up some notes to take these in the other window here. Mm -hmm. So I guess starting from from the basics here, uh, the positioning on this, I just put it right at the top, but w do you think that's good or do you think we need to like move it a quarter down or some percentage down? Well, it right now, could be maybe, typing. yeah. Yeah, it's got a good... Is when, mm -hmm. Yeah, it would like, as soon as I typed, it would like move up. While if it's anchored to the top, then it'll... This part will stay in the same position when you start getting results in. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I think the padding works. Visually, I mean, on this resolution, maybe it's a bit up, but on the one I tried it, it sits like where it should. Uh, so I don't mind it. Uh, I was thinking to put it just below the header, but uh, I think it works like right up there, up top. Cool. And let's see. Oh, look, there's see. a French book. The French edition is first. They call this Yossier. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so let's see. So uh, right now, you know, in in the mockups, there's the idea of having like different tabs for like authors and um, other things. And I'm thinking for this first phase, it would just be books. That would probably be the the easiest way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, which made me think maybe we should just get rid of the tab altogether, especially on mobile, where once there's a keyboard, um, like on keyboard, you only see with the keyboard up, you'll see about from where the top of this row is to the top of the screen. So you only see these two results right now. Once the keyboard. Okay. Up. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We can get rid of it until we have the authors. What's cool about this is that when you type an author name, it would actually show you the books by that author, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the way I tried it. And any type of keyword you write, even if it's like mistyped, it actually shows you the, the right book. Yeah. I just yeah, that's great. Yeah. It, it features the ones that have them in the title first, and then it starts to go down to the ones with them as the author which makes me think that we'll probably have to do, like, I think uh, one of the nice parts about Algolia is that as people start searching for things and then clicking on results, those results will raise in, like those results will move to the top. So if everyone searches for Sanderson and then clicks on Mistborn, then eventually this will be the top result for Sanderson. Nice, okay, so it's doing all that um, ranking. Yeah. Automatically in the background. That's great. Yeah. Great. 
I was going to ask if it actually can show the most popular result, the results first, but if with search, it will actually do that. That's, that's bad. Is there a way to actually show the books with most readers or uh, which have the, yeah, I guess most readers would be like the best metric, but maybe also reviews or that, that kind of thing. Yeah. In uh, show up first in search. Yeah. So, uh, I'm pull over some code here. Oh wait, does it show up? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All good. So, uh, so this is kind of how it ranks what's shown. Um, so it, in addition to like how similar it is to the 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 text you're searching for. These are the fields that it searches within. And then this is what it uses to optimize its sorting after it finds similar things. So users count is the number of users who have saved that book in any way, shape, or form, whether it's the want to read or read. And then it's the number of people who rated it, the number of activities, and then it's the rating from high to low. <laughs> nice. Okay. Wow. This is really comprehensive. Is this uh, the Ruby or Algolia or both? Yeah, this is the Algolia search um, gem for Ruby. Wow. Okay. And, and one of the really neat things that this allows is this is our um, Algolia interface. And so it created like this, uh, they call them like an index of everything that mm -hmm. is created. And it created this like sample advanced search based on just importing data. I didn't build this at all. Um, and uh, it has this idea of faceting, uh, faceting. So it's like um, narrowing down the results by these things on the left. So like you can narrow it down by genre, fantasy, and it's already filtered all of them down or like um, has audiobook <laughs> or wow. mood funny. And now it's like down to, you know, Harry Potter, Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> nice. This is great. This is the first time when it really feels like a huge win to have our own book data our own database that we can uh, like, yeah, do this with. Uh, if we didn't, if we just fetch results from Google Books, I mean, I'm assuming that couldn't be done. Yeah, definitely not. And this is something that I've seen come up a bunch on the Goodreads subreddit. It's people mm -hmm. asking for like an advanced search. Like I want to search for books that are this genre and maybe this release date. Like I want, I want, I want to get the most popular fantasy books in the last five years, things yeah. like that. And uh, I think there's an option. Um, like there are other options for parameters as well for like uh, rating within a range or number of readers within a range as well. Nice. So this kind of got me thinking about our like standalone search page. If we wanted to, we could make something even more elaborate for that page. 
Okay, what are you thinking? What should you throw in there? Um, I feel like uh, genres and maybe like uh, if it has, it wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be like this, but like uh, um, if it has audiobook or an ebook available, maybe uh -huh. words and tags. And this would be a thing you can search by. So you would be able to maybe tap something or activate something or do something that allows you to filter with those parameters. Yeah, something in like on desktop when you when you uh click on like see all results <laughs> extra s there when you see all results that would go to kind of a page like this that's like pre-filled mm -hmm. with what you're currently searching for so it would show up like this and then you could start like narrowing it down from there okay gotcha yeah that'd be nice i think we can do Something like that, maybe with the things we are, or the same layout that we're using on the list page to filter and sort things. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking how it would work for mobile because for desktop, yeah, definitely we can put that sidebar in, but uh, for the full uh, search page on mobile, I'm thinking maybe we can use the actual like book drawer or actually the drawer to like uh, do uh, some of that some of those actions yeah kind of like the what was it like the review um in the book page that like uh filter yeah exactly yeah where the yeah. drawer opens up and it offers you because i was thinking of how to like place those buttons because it's gonna be like like either lots of check boxes or things uh like that so mm -hmm. it's going to be cramped on mobile if uh, you're going to go to that page because on mobile we won't have the fast search um we can even like strip it down so on mobile you can't like search by though using those parameters but it would also be nice to have them so yeah maybe i can find a way to integrate those so they show up well on mobile too one other I'm wondering. Thing I yeah, was a like like a sidebar flyout kind of thing as well, like you know something where you click on like a button. Actually, uh -huh. this is more for navigation, but I think yeah, it could be a thing. We were exploring that for the books, the book button as well. Mm hmm. But yeah, either either a button or a sidebar. Yeah, that works. Definitely. Let's find some uh, criteria. What you mentioned was pretty good uh, for like a starting version. It was the has audiobook and genres. Yeah, we can. Here are the things that we can filter by. So we can filter by. Yeah, genre, moods, content, moods, warnings. content warnings, author names, 
um, contribution types, which is like a, um, author, illustrator, narrator. Mm. Um, nice. Okay. So you'd search for an author, you'd see if they are actually, uh, let's say Brandon Sanderson has a side hustle translating things. You only want to see the, uh, books that he translated. You'll, uh, take that and you only see the books that he translated, right? Right. Okay. And then attribution yeah, types, yeah. Compilation, which is like, uh, is this, is this a standalone thing or is it part of a larger book? Like, um, like if you're getting the Sandman volumes one through five, that's a compilation of one through five. So you can say, I only want compilations or I don't want compilations. Gotcha. Okay. Well, those are all good. Cover color. Wow. Oh, okay. Can you get the cover color? <laughs> that was just a funny one I added just to see if it would work. And uh, I don't know how accurate it is, though. Like the algorithm that I'm using to get a color color, I don't know if it's uh, quite there it, yet. Let me see. Is it the same thing we're using to get the color from the book cover for the backgrounds? Yeah. Nice. It just runs that through. Yeah. So, yeah, this is like searching for red co covers <laughs> okay those are pretty red 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 okay yeah oh no. yeah they're all red how about like um uh, blue blue should be okay yeah, yeah. so i feel like oh, this is gonna be yeah this is gonna be a hack for buckle <laughs> huge hack yeah i i just uh realized you could do that and i thought well might as well add that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool yeah i love this stuff <laughs> yeah that's pretty nice that's pretty accurate um, cool so yeah having having that and and one way we could do it is like we could uh, well for for starters i'll probably like implement it so that for you know the first release when you click see all results, it's still just gonna show these 30 results and then it's gonna have infinite scroll and it's gonna be on its own page. Mm. And that'll be kind nice. of the, the, the V1. <laughs> so this'll be like for after we get this all out, after we um, make sure it's working, this yeah. will be like a, a future iteration for this new page. Yeah, that's great. I mean, this is already a huge improvement and so the our readers asked us for that already saw some like really uh, enthusiastic people in the supporters channel uh, being really happy that we're releasing this. So I tried it. The command K is really good. So it's going to really power up the, the search. I was wondering, there's a sidebar there. Uh, styling sidebars, I know it's been an issue for, uh, for us. Could we have like something that's automatically stylizes that sidebar uh, the way we want to. I know Eugene had some work done on the feed scroll bars at some point, or just like take it out because on some devices that sidebar might show up a lot chunkier. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Do, do you mean uh, this, this thing? Yeah. yeah, yep. On Apple, it's pretty nice, but I've seen it on other browsers and it might just be like a chunky piece of like, thing like floating around which is not even in the theme of the uh site so 
uh, I'd be okay with removing it or if we can style it. I was gonna search for something that does it as globally, you know, so globally on the whole website, our style, style bars are looking like this. Um, I found a good solution, but maybe if you search for one, I'm gonna actually ask GPT as well. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, it does look out of place. It's so, so bright right now. Yeah. Minor detail, but uh, yeah, on some browsers it might be like really, really, really uh, not that subtle. Yeah, like I'd, I'd almost like it to just be like blend in with like a very notable indicator for where you are based on the. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, sidebars are such a like. Uh, um, <laughs> it's good, but it's like a design element that looks I haven't seen something look so different on so many devices. I think if there's like a feature of a browser that's the the sidebar it comes like well, for every like scroll you have and scrolls are everywhere so yeah, you have a sidebar everywhere. Yeah. One uh one thing I noticed with this is kind of how how things wrap and I still haven't added the, the like the book button. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the last things I add. Um, yeah, and and that'll be probably one of the most tricky parts of it because mm -hmm. this data is coming back from Algolia, and then we need to make another request to the server to get back the data for the current user about each the each of these books. Okay, just a question from a usability perspective do you think it would be annoying if you'd actually have to visit that book page to mark it as one to read it might be i mean i'm like on the edge with this interaction because it might be easier to just go uh from the search to the book page if you had like a really easy way to go back that would be really neat so that you don't lose the context uh yeah, but just like if, going yeah yeah like if you click on search again it pre pre-populates it with your last search if you yeah click, so if you click here it takes you to that page then you click search again it pulls it up to where you left it off mm -hmm. um, yeah or there could be like a way of going back, but going back to the search with the pre-filled, yeah, mm -hmm. with those same results. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't need to add the book button. Uh, you would just, I mean, even now, I think the uh, most common use case is you hear about the book, you search uh, its title, author, whatever. You see it in that list. Whether you tap the book button from there or you tap the book and you tap the book button next, it's a one-second interaction at most, but it takes you out of the search. But, of course, if you're searching for something and you're done searching, you would want to go to the book page. So you wouldn't want to stay in search. 
you'd want to go to the book page my market does want to read the question is would you be would you want to do anything else afterwards with the same search so if we're taking you out you're like ah oh, crap okay i had my search there uh what's going on i have to redo this thing I'm thinking it might not be annoying because when you search, the finality of that is that you just want to go on the book page and mark that book as one to read once you find it. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. And one of the things that this will do, um, it looks like there's a, a bug in it right now. But if you clicked on, like if you searched for Ender's Game and you clicked on Ender's Game, uh, what would happen is that this would close and it would take you to that that book page. And then when you click on this again, it would populate with the thing that says recent searches and the top yeah. one would be Ender's Game. And if you mm -hmm. hit down enter, it would take you to that page again or, or you could click on that row. Well, that sounds, so. yeah. So it's, but... it's one additional step compared to if it, pre-populated it to the total search results but mm -hmm. yeah i think it handles both cases like when you're it makes it one more click rather than typing the entire search yeah th that's really good i mean i don't think like anyone would be bothered if we had the recent searches and they would just have to go tap 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 uh i'm not think that's not a costly interaction uh would there be I don't know, any other reasons for uh, you to want to stay in the search rather than just going to the book page and marking it as one to read? Would you want to, in the same search, maybe mark several books as one to read? That's the only thing I'm thinking where it could be yeah. uh, mildly annoying, but mildly, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to do like all parts of a series, like want to read, want to read. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a good place. Uh, so it's well, part of a series. What if we? I mean, uh, there's like more ways to go by it, uh, I guess. Because if you're on a series page and you see the other uh, books in the series, I'm guessing you can just like go on every book page and uh, tap the one to read. Uh, it wouldn't be like as easy as just tapping it in the search. But yeah, I'm thinking if it's like way to, uh, there's also that, I mean, there's also like a uh, quick preview that we can, we can add. Maybe if we actually implement the book button with the drawer coming in from the bottom and the drawer has some info about that uh, book, so, yeah. well, if we don't show the book button, but actually like tapping on the book would bring up the drawer with the, yeah, kind of something like that, but with all, also with the uh, book statuses. So if you want to read that book, uh, you can do it from that drawer, but the button doesn't appear there. Well, yeah, that that would actually mean the same thing for from a dev perspective, right? Yeah, you'd have to get that context. Uh, that, uh, yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah, because right now we, we get rid of that 
that button on mobile, like our, uh, it looks like, yeah, mm -hmm. this little, button. yeah, we don't show that on mobile, which makes sense because it's it's only a hover state thing. But yeah, w would we? It feels like on on mobile we don't need it because like you're kind of just navigating to the book. Mm -hmm. that'll, be, that'll be. I think that'll be fast enough. Yeah, yeah and yeah, if we can, yeah, um, if we can make it so that it uh, functions really snappy with that uh, context, but I'm guessing it would be like really costly to have that book button context for each book in the search, right? Would it slow it down? It's so. I haven't implemented it. I've been trying to rack my brain around how I'm going to actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a a theory on how it's going to behave, but it would for sure, like any way you look at it, the results that are gonna come back from Algolia are gonna need to come back before we query our database to get your status for a book. So mm. there's gonna be a time when it's, you you see the results without your status for every book. Okay. Um, so it's like we might need like a loading status for the book button and also for match percentage because in that same query we'll also get the match percentage for every every book for you. Okay. And potentially like other one others of your friends who have also read that book, all of that will be coming back on this like secondary query. Mm, okay, gotcha. Uh that looks straightforward enough, but I'm guessing, I mean, if we can avoid it and maybe just go directly to the book page, maybe that would be like an easier way to do it. Even with the match percentage, you can go to the book page, see your match percentage. I mean, if you find an easy way to do it without okay. uh, making it, uh, slower. I think the snappiness of it is the main goal here, and yeah. to have that extra layer uh, of, uh, I guess, context would be the yeah. secondary concern. The snappiness, in my mind, is like the biggest uh, thing here because if it doesn't load fast, or even if stuff keeps loading for a while, I think it's still gonna appear like not be as fast and you'll have lots of other things you're going to wait to uh to load so um, mm, yeah guessing one option would be to just like leave those on the book page it would make things definitely easier and you won't see stuff loading up and uh, uh flicking after while it's being fetched in the background so after you made the search the results appear you're oh look now i can like browse through all these and then stuff appears okay you've read this you've uh i don't know yeah there's yeah there's one way of doing it where uh like as we're loading all of that data like as we're loading their status for every every book that shows up in the results here and as we're loading that match percentage we could be like saving that. So like, you know, maybe like as they type, you know, am I, as we've already loaded it. 
So like they keep typing. And then by the time, like they've typed a couple more letters before they realize the results are already in. And by that time we've already loaded it and we're showing it already like pretty immediately. So it's one of the things I, I wonder about is like, will it, will it be so fast that by the time they've realized the results are loaded, we already have their book status. But I feel like the only way to know that is to like implement it and then use it and see if yeah. see how slow it is or how fast it is. Yeah, that sounds good. Maybe it's fast enough. I mean, if it's that fast, even a bit slower than that, it should be good. The main thing I think we have to worry about here is not making an experience which is like really snappy and really fast, which is like really high in terms of quality, uh, appear slow. So if we do that, I'm guessing, you know, if you can pull that off, definitely it's, it's a, it's a good one. And yeah, you maybe want to know if you read the book, Uh, this is another use case. You search for a book. Maybe you don't remember reading it because you have another 200, uh, 300 books in your one to read that year. And you actually want to know if you marked it as one to read before going to the book page. That would be nice. Um, yeah. but it still falls secondary, I think, to the main purpose, which is finding results really, really fast. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll... Uh... I'll probably try implementing it and sharing it in the supporters channel this week and we can see like how it, how it feels from a, um, yeah, speed standpoint. Nice. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. And I, I think the, the solution that, uh, we'll use on search, we'll also be able to use that on things like, uh, lists, pages, and, other pages where we get a lot of a lot of book info all at once um with the new the new structure of hardcover for like this page and some future pages we're going to be loading things in a different way like before like when when a page loads we would just hit the database and get everything about that book everything about that user's interaction with that book now we're kind of breaking those apart and the server is going to provide everything about the book and then from the the website directly to our database we're getting the users interaction with that book so we're breaking it up into two calls um and we're trying to do like really aggressive caching of those calls so that they will be fast but yeah it's uh still in progress so i think seeing it seeing it in action will will determine if it works or not yeah, really soon, really soon. It's going to get really snappy. We're going to have a snappy situation. Well, it's already snappy, so. Um, yeah, that, that that sounds great. I'm wondering for this search, uh, if you uh, search for, let's say, uh, fantasy, would you be able at some point, not in the first iteration, find other readers that read fantasy or who have uh, yeah, lots of books tagged with a certain genre in their library. Yeah. Yeah, I think like when we implement that, it'll be, it won't, it won't be using Algolio. So we'll be using like a straight database query for that. 
And yeah, I'm wondering like how we will want to do that because we could do either of those things. We could, we could have it optimized by a number of readers who have read fantasy. We could have it be people who most recently read a book tagged with fantasy. Mm, We could have it be like uh, readers that most recently joined that read a fantasy book. Yeah. There are a lot of options there and we could, we could choose any of them, but yeah, as soon as we choose one of them, that's, that's the ordering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to think about. I'm guessing um, over here. Yeah. Uh, you'd maybe want to see people who you're really passionate about, uh, let's say an author or uh tag, or maybe let's say what would be the most common, uh, a genre but i'm guessing you know that would be a bit misleading you'd find like if you type in fantasy maybe you'd find like a hundred thousand people who read fantasy ordered by yeah any of those uh, criteria you you mentioned um what would be the goal here you'd want to find some people that read the same things as you so you can look in their library and find books from someone who's like really uh, um, yeah inspiration in that area I'm guessing so it it kind of makes me wonder if the the place that someone would go for that is less search and more like they would find a book they really like and they would be like filtering mm-hmm. down the the reviews based on because the reviews yeah. are going to be like these are the people with the highest match percentage to you for this book yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that's actually a good mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i think Since, that's the yeah user to user discovery part is still one i'm very like iffy on how we do it because yeah it's a hard problem it's a hard problem i feel like it's the one we have to crack why well, I, I don't know why uh but i feel like this is our problem uh i think this is like the the whole thing uh <laughs> the reader to reader or reader to author maybe even uh or let's say one of the things that we have to to crack but yeah, it's it's really interesting. But you're right. I think through reviews, it's a really good way to discover like that exact thing that we're interested in. So yeah, that's good. That's good. If we get the book page uh, in that uh, in exactly this uh, configuration, it should be really easy to find people with uh, similar tastes that you can take inspiration from. Because I guess that's like the uh, bottom bottom line of it yeah finding finding book friends and yeah and one of the ways that people have uh that came up in interviews for finding book friends is also by location so finding people mm. close to you like within a certain radius that are on hardcover yeah how would that happen would that happen for search would that happen through where's a place where i mean you list the location on your profile for that exact same reason um but yeah it would almost be like we would add something to this search okay 
also does it by like location or something. Okay, that's great. Wait, I was just looking because I have a new search. If you go back to Figma, uh, there's a new supporters page, uh, which is under Find Readers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we can add it on those filters, I guess. Yep. Yeah, most similar recent. Yeah. And there's also like filters on, uh, well, uh, yeah, I think we'd have, to, we'd have to choose between like this filters and this. Uh, so, you know, uh, it actually, you can sort readers by similarity and the filters maybe uh, can be uh, about when they signed up or they could be, one filter could be location. So, yeah. That could be it, maybe. Uh, it would be approximate. Right now, uh, we're storing location as a text uh, field, right? Yeah, we're not uh, we're not geolocating that in any way. It's just a text. Yeah, field. yeah. We don't know your location if you're watching this. It's just like what what you provided, just the place. For me, it's London. I mean, hard to find me, I guess, with just that bit of info. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's probably what we would do. We would keep it a, like the city or the zip code or in general, in general. What's like, what's like the, the UK equivalent to zip code? Would it be like? Well, it is actually like the zip code. So I'm in SE1. So the full zip code is uh, usually uh, two parts. So it's SE1, which is Southeast one and S Southeast London one. So each, uh, uh, region has its uh, two letter uh, number and then two letter uh, code and then a number uh, so I'm southeast London one which is yeah the zone and then there's another uh, set of letters which pinpoints your location so you can get my exact same building with the six letter number but if you only have SE1 you kind of know, so I could say, I'm in SU1. Uh, are there any other readers in SU1? You want to go to Tanner Park and do a reading party on Saturday and do that kind of stuff. So does it work the same in the US? Can you like narrow it down or? Yeah, there's there's some lookup table. There are a couple ways of doing it. Uh, one of them is that um, if you have someone's zip code, you can get the center location for a zip code, the latitude, longitude. And then there's an algorithm to get the distance between two latitude longitudes, which is a pretty efficient way of doing things. Um, so that would be one way. The easiest way would be that we store people's latitude, longitude in the database. Um, and then they can provide like we could we could uh, default that latitude longitude based on whatever they type in in that location field, and then we mm, would give them okay. an opportunity to refine it. So we would like pull up a map and they can drag their pin somewhere else on the map, but we would start off wherever wherever Google Maps says that that lo that uh, string exists. Mm, yeah, that's nice. I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh... 
Location is a pretty good one. I'm guessing for book clubs, especially that would be like a really like, good use case for like, giving someone's location, at least approximate. I mean, not their exact location, of course. Uh, you wouldn't want to like put your home address, but okay. like I'm in this neighborhood because even in London, for instance, if you're in South London, the chances you're gonna go to like a book club or reading somewhere in like north london depending on where it is i mean of course you can go there but sometimes it's a one and a half hour train ride uh or bus rides or even car ride up there so uh you, you're not gonna go there you usually like stay local so just getting those rough coordinates might be interesting you know or at least the city yeah you wanna you live in uh whatever city you're in and you want to find other readers that's mm -hmm. unlikely to happen i'm guessing with like any app right now reddit asks for location right i don't i don't know i, I don't, I don't Do think they, so i'll have to check or, they might know. I don't, I don't feel like it's listed on my profile, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it might not be. Yeah, nice. But search is coming up great. It's going to be a great experience once it's out. Uh, after uh, I give uh, all the people an ETA on when we can get uh, this in the live, uh, on the live websites, after we... Uh, do the yeah picking the bugs, I guess, and uh, yeah, all the thing, linking up the things in this uh, search. It should be ready to go, right? In the first version. Yeah, I have I have quite a few things still to do with it. Mostly not related to search. Mostly just like uh, we're. As part of this, we're also upgrading from the Next.js from Next.js's pages directory to Next.js's app directory, and trying to do that in a way where some pages will use the app directory, like the ones I'm, I'm converting, which is just going to be like a handful to start, and the rest of the pages on the website will use the pages directory. So there's a couple, and then we're also uh, updating the book button to use the new book button. Um, it's not going to be the full book button for starters. Like, uh, they won't have the ability to select, um, dates read like that, that part will still exist in the current modal. Um, so it's, it'll, it'll start off with just the book button changing. And I think, so yeah, search book button next to 13 and speed improvements are kind of all rolled into this release. So I think that release probably looking at another two weeks for and then okay that's that's that that's great yeah that's there's a lot of yeah <laughs> there's a lot of changes especially with the next js uh app directory but uh, this is gonna be a good refactor i'm always like wary of refactors but this was a huge one even like by their their by their standards i mean it's a whole like react uh, overhaul as far as i can see 
from my place as mostly like a designer. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like quite a big deal, like a paradigm shift in how things are uh, done. I've seen lots of PHP memes going around <laughs> like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I'm guessing it's pretty been, good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things that, uh, it's making it very clear is that when the initial version of hardcover was created, I was learning react as we were building it. And so like when you, when you load a page on hardcover right now on production, it effectively just loads all the JS you'll need for the entire app. Like, you know, when you load a random page, it loads like the component to edit a review. Even if you're not even logged in, <laughs> you know, it, it, it loads everything about the book status button, even if you're not logged in. So there's like all of this JavaScript that's being sent to the, to the user that they just will never use. So part of this release is narrowing that down and only sending what they will actually use. Wow. And so it's going to go from like 500 K for the first load to like a hundred K hopefully. Wow. Okay. That's, that's huge. So I think that'll be kind of one of the trickiest parts to get right, because it, it'll mean like kind of digging into individual parts where there are kind of memory leaks and, um, mm. component leaks in the app. Yeah. So it's, but yeah. I'm kind of just doing that on the template for starters. And then, um, if we get the template done and like the home page and like the blog pages, then we can kind of slowly improve all the rest of the pages in the app over time. Yeah. That sounds great. I mean, we also are overhauling how we're doing things in design. So I'm also planning to do the components, the even the more complex components based on our UI library in the design. And now in the designs, I'm also using exclusively like componentized versions. Mm -hmm. So nice. once we get that, if we can get it up, uh, if we can like sync design with what's going on in development, that'd be great. We still have like a lot of things uh, yeah. to to work on, but there's lots of like momentum because we have all that stuff developed. And yeah. I think it, it makes me think maybe we should start like a, a Google spreadsheet of like every component and then every variant and size for that component. And then we can start like, checking off which of them have been implemented and which of them haven't and yeah yeah that'd be nice maybe we can start the github issue actually about it and uh, yeah see how it goes lots of stuff in the pipeline i was also playing with the new email tool and i know that's not a priority but uh, i'm very excited uh, how that's going and, uh, yeah lots of stuff on the design side i was working on the so support pages and generally like improving the navigation for all the other like pages we have that are right now in the footer, but uh, maybe, yeah, we should surface better. So yeah, lots of exciting stuff for, 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 for <laughs> me and the designer and for you as a developer, I'm sure. And for us as like product people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think this is a good, uh, good discussion for the day. I have some, some things to work on, on search, but, um, I'm having fun with it. So it's, it's been a fun project. That's good. That's good. That's perfect. Well, yeah. Uh, 
will uh, like get that wrapped up and shipped soon. So that's very exciting. Okay. Well, then we're going to wow. leave everybody until hardcover number 15, which I'm sure I'm going to name hardcover 16 or 14. <laughs> uh, but yeah, until next time. Sounds good. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.